Welcome to Juice Podcast. I'm Gwen Douglas. And I'm Emily Harmon. And today's episode is... Check that. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go straight into the puns. It's yeah, we've got a few of them. You have to like... Lay yeah, them we'll later. just slowly, hopefully, deliver them in a comedic <laughs> way. <laughs> so, today's episode is about Czech Republic, pet nuts, sparkling wines... So we're going to talk about quickly what pet nut is. Yeah. So the, that's a short form for pétillant naturel. Very good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, pet nut or pétillant naturel is oh. a style of sparkling where when the original fruity, sweet grape juice is in the fermentation process. So all of the little yeast yeah. are eating up the sugar, converting it into alcohol. Uh, during this process, we move the wine from tank or barrel into bottle. Right. And we let it finish in the closed bottle. So the natural CO2 that usually escapes, carbon dioxide, that usually escapes during fermentation, is staying within the bottle and dissolves within the right. wine. That's what gives it a natural sparkling, right. pétillon naturel, pétillon sparkling, natural, natural, perfect, or whatever. Instead of what we're maybe used to with champagne or whatever else that gets a... Done in a tank or in somewhere else, and then yeah. So when we when we're making um, traditional method, which is the champagne right. method, what we're doing is we're letting uh, the the primary, the first fermentation, finish. So we end up with right. a still wine. We're moving that still wine. Maybe it might have some aging or different things done to it, but we're moving that into a bottle, and then we're injecting more yeast and more sugar. We're closing the bottle. And then we do secondary fermentation, where we keep it on uh, in contact with the yeast cells, which then gives it these little biscuity bakery, bakery notes. And then there's usually an aging process with those yeast cells, and then it's released. So it's a longer process. Cool. So there is another name for pet nut too, right? Would it be ancestral? Ancestral. Yes. So ancestral method. Yeah. Ancestral. 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 Because it would have been yeah. the way that anyone else making sparkling would have made it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. So if you see champagne or you see cremel mm-hmm. or method traditionnel, then it's With one the secondary method. bread. And actually what's interesting today is I know we, we have actually, <laughs> even though we said Czech Nax was focusing on Pet Nat, there's a bit of a curveball there in here. But there's for a reason. Yes. And I haven't because tried one's this one very interesting. Somebody yeah. said it. So, oh. check sparkling. Check sparkling. So, I think we should start with maybe Mellow Wine. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. It's been a while since I've had this one. So, since we're in the Czech Republic today, they... Mm. Oh, so you're going to try the Thai Copenhagen. Oh, no. It's... <laughs> oh, I thought you'd forgotten about that word. No. Forever. I might even start marketing some terrible <laughs> openers, just calling them Thai openers. I wonder how many people are going to queue up to buy them. I don't even know if you can... Does it have a thing on it? Well, I think because I'd had a few drinks before today's episode, I felt like I was... My own punishment <laughs> for myself was that I needed to be able to open the bottle of wine with this. But I think you might need the other one. It might make things much easier. Do not challenge oh, me. All right. I think I've got it. It's also made of plastic. Safety goggles might be advised. Oh, yes. She's a pro. There was one in there, I was like, I don't know. The whole coffee table flips. Everything's smashing. Yeah, the bottle of wine's open, but everything else is destroyed. Yeah. Perfect. Right, so, can I? Yes, please. 
I guess we were talking before we started recording about also what sort of grape varieties we see in the Czech Republic and what is there anything particularly special about the grapes that are there or yeah I mean we're looking actually we've got two different producers that are in the same region so Moravia which is kind of the epicenter for everything that's kind of interesting happening wine-wise in Czech Republic at the moment, I think. Uh, there's quite a few natural wine producers. Okay. There's a natural wine fair. I think there might be two, actually, uh, that happen in the year. And actually, the wines are getting quite a bit of traction. The fairs are getting a bit of attraction and a lot I mean, of attention. This guy is, like, everywhere. Yeah, I mean, Korab. Like, I mean, Korab, for me, is like a world crop. It's, like, swept the floor with, like, everyone this year. It's like, yeah, I mean, at the wine fair that I organised this year in Berlin... Out of the 43 producers, this was a huge, like, Gorab was a huge highlight for me. And for yeah. a lot of for people. For a lot of people, yeah. Because every time I go to buy some, yeah. a lot of times it's been sold out, or it's, everyone's talking yeah. about it. It's been He's the man. A He's quick, a a quick look on, yeah. the, on Instagram shows you how excited people are no, about it. No, they're so good. Yeah, it's really good. So we've got two producers in Moravia, uh, where this is a place where there's a mixture of different soils. So we're seeing clay, we're seeing granite, we're seeing quartz, we're seeing... Lus, like there's a whole mixture of different soils. Right. It's quite an interesting spot for producing wines. But back to your question about grape varietals, yeah. is um, when I think about Moravia and I think of Czech wines, we see quite a lot of French varietals. Okay. So we see uh, Riesling, we see Chardonnay. Sauvignon, Chardonnay, we see Gewürztraminer. Yeah. I know, because Korab makes that one really delicious on mm. leaves with the Gewürztraminer. That's so good. I haven't tried his other one, which is 100% Gewurz Tremina either. <laughs> oh, la, la. I know. <laughs> excited. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yes, yeah, Gewurz Tremina. Uh, I think there's some Chardonnay, some uh, Austrian varietals like uh, Neuburgen, uh, Neuburger. Uh, we're seeing some Welsh vitamin. Riesling. Gruner Veltliner, obviously, as yeah. well. Uh, yeah. So there's a little bit of a mixture of sort of cool. east meets west. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Perfect. So what we've got here is uh, a pet nat, so made in the method that we just mentioned. That we just discussed. Yep. Yeah. Uh, which is a blend of Müller-Turgau, Welsh Riesling and Riesling. So yeah. all, well, at least the Riesling and uh, Müller-Turgau are very aromatic grape varieties. It's been a long week, so I'm pretty excited for my first drink. It's been a long day for me. <laughs> Mm. This is interesting. It smells like umbongo. It's got this very like pineapple-y tropical juice. Totally. Lilt, like almost lilt. like lilt. Oh, I was just talking about lilt the other day. <laughs> I said to Lucas, "I wish we had lilt here. I love that stuff." This is just the wine you need after skydiving. Mm. Yes, this is why she's had a long day. Skydiving and a lot of wine after. Yeah. <laughs> diving through the air, diving through wine, arriving for a podcast. <laughs> So fermented in oak, mm-hmm. um, apparently uh, 20 days in the oak, wild yeasts, and then it's bottled with 10 grams of residual sugar just to finish. To finish off that last little bit of it, yeah. That's oh, really nice. I mean, this wine also this year was definitely something I was seeing a lot of friends post about, or people were buying it a lot. It's also another maybe cult favorite, would yeah. we say? Yeah, I mean, in Berlin, this wine, there was a stage, particularly three years ago, Yeah, there was a stage where this wine 
was everywhere, like an industry standard at Wild yeah. Thing. This was the one that everybody was, it was pouring. Like the go-to. Yeah, it was just like, this is the cool new wine that everybody's pouring by the glass. It got to the point where I was like, don't show Please me another no. bottle of fucking Czech Nat. <laughs> no, because it had yeah, been everybody totally. everywhere so much, whereas now I'm, I'm over that. And we can appreciate it. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. I'm positive now, but... Um... <laughs> yeah, but I do think that that yeah. happens. If you get something and you're seeing it everywhere, you're like, Lord, just give me something different. Mm. But really, I, I love these wines because I think nice. um, in the past they've been a bit funky. I know particularly with uh, one of the other cuvées. So I know that actually, sorry, I forget that we're recording on video now and I forget about the audio. So just for anybody that's tuning in audio, on the audio and not on the video, 2017 Creme de Parc National uh, from Dobra Vinice. Just to make sure that yes. everybody knows That's what we're doing. Yeah, I'll totally. be like, like what was that? that? Yeah, very <laughs> irresponsible, sorry. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, on the natural spectrum, it's unfined, it's yeah. unfiltered, I mean, it's cloudy wine, there's no sulfur used, it's a small, they're a small very... producer, 15 hectares, but I think actually very nice, very, yeah, clean. very clean. There was a stage where I actually listed their, um, the Creme de Pinot, it was called Creme mm. de Pinot or Creme de Van. And it was Pinot Noir and I think a bit of Riesling. And there was a stage where you used to open the bottle of wine and it would just like, you'd lose like at least a third of a really? bottle. Really? Yeah, because so obviously, volatile. well, just they bottled it with too much residual ah. sugar. So there was just so much gas that when you oh, opened shit. it, you just lost so much wine. But that's not the case with this one. It's got the yeah, perfect maybe. amount of bubble. Yes, because actually, I also think you could drink a fair amount of this and not be like burping like crazy. Yeah. Like it's a amount. nice, fine yes. amount of bubble. You're not, it's not overwhelming. It's actually maybe one of the things I like. It's like a lilt with a vitamin inside. <laughs> yeah, the little like, like, like a lilt with like, vitamins. Does, with like yeah. a Barocca. <laughs> an effervescent. Yeah, exactly. Effervescent. Effervescent, yeah. effervescent vitamin lilt. <laughs> okay. Which I don't know. That's an alcoholic. An alcoholic. I mean, I'd have that in the morning. <laughs> Bring it on. That's oh, really nice. <laughs> Great brunch wine, actually. <laughs> yes, I was actually kind of thinking the same thing. Sorry, I like... No, it's nice because it's got... That. It's interesting because it smells quite fruity and it's got a little bit of exotic fruit, but very dry on the palate. There isn't a grapefruity breakfast yeah. thinness about it. Dry, citrusy, quite yeah. fresh. Yeah, I really like it. Mm. Lovely. Is there anything else we want to add? I mean... What do you think about this one? Food pairings? Yeah, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head with brunch. I also just think, like... I don't know. I think pet nuts are so nice for... Any occasion. I mean, we've done it before. And we've done like late night end of drinking, night. end of the night. It's so good because it's not. It's palatable. It's, it's easy. the bookend of the day. Yes, it's the beginning. It's the end. <laughs> it's the middle. It's the. <laughs> it's every moment. It's a, it's a wine for all time. <laughs> Just stick one in your handbag and off you go. Yeah. No, I really think that that's. I think one of the things yeah. that's so nice about pet nuts. You know, you can versatility. Make, yes. Yeah. Versatility for sure. Because sometimes I think if you're buying a. Like a champagne or something, you think you, it, I mean, there never needs to be a special occasion for champagne, let's be real. But I think that these are a nice, like, you can make any moment a little bit festive with a, everyone likes a bit of fizz. It's not just about celebration when you drink champagne, but it feels, you feel somewhat luxurious yes, when totally. you drink it. Whereas this feels special, but it feels like you could probably drink 12 bottles of it let's and call it feel like casual. you're not, yeah. <laughs> casual, yeah. Business, business casual. casual. I like that. Because it's sort of like, business lunch. It's a little bit, it does make it a bit more fun than just a still white. Yeah. Like if you bring a bit of fizz, but it's not 
so over the top fancy that I like that business the business casual avoids <laughs> weird but okay yeah <laughs> very good touche cool mm. yeah delicious yeah like that I love that it's got a little bit of that aromatic um slightly floral edge but on the grapefruit side and then very citrusy clean yeah I think very easy one mm. cool so I'm really I'm I'm really excited to try this next one Let's do it. Because I haven't tried You it. have to use the type opener for this one. No, no. <laughs> Imagine. I'd be like, Actually, what's going to be very interesting is to see how you do open oh this. Oh, God. <laughs> and it's, got, it's gotten a bit, I wanted to say because sweaty, but that's not the... why. Oh, my God. We'll see how we go. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is it... Well, no, wait. wait. Think, is it good that I'm wearing black? Should I not point it at Don't you? point it at me. Oh, it's not doing Swap it old, around. It's not doing the old twist like it. Normally. I know. I'm get oh, shit. shit. <laughs> this is really funny. I just realised this now. I know. Really and funny. the capsule is open. So now I'm like, I've got sweaty hands. Take oh, no. it. I think you can take the... You, if it makes... Well, you need to make a decision whether it's easier for you with or without the metal. The metal might give you more grip. No, the metal is... I don't think it's going to make it any easier. No, I think it's... <laughs> I might have to, like, not point it at myself. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I know. I recently opened this wine at a wine training and it just came back You're to like, me at this no. moment. I didn't even think to warn you about it until this moment. I mean, I have to go. I have, <laughs> like, I honest to God, don't know how to open this right now. I'm glad I haven't had a few drinks because. <laughs> Like good, I'm afraid of, like, it's good that your someone. friend has and she's like totally laughing and just no. not helping you. <laughs> Why do they put this cork in here? <laughs> this. Alright guys. I really want to look at this. I'm like gonna have a yeah, I'm handing it over. Because I'm gonna end up, I don't know if any of you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, but there's an episode of the Baggy Sleeve and I <laughs> I've entered Baggy Sleeve Mum. <laughs> so now that my outfit okay, is like Then you have to drink that. Alright. It won't pop out, okay. trust me. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I mean, I drink it. Okay. I'm trying not to put myself in the line of fire. I, I know. I love that. Like you had it pointed at me the whole time, and no, now I was you're pointing at that. <laughs> sorry, Gwen. I didn't mean to swear. <laughs> it's really, it's really difficult. My, I mean, I have weak hand on my hand. Oh, fire. I climb. It's not about weak hands. No, I, I mean I very, tattooed all week. My hands tired. I have a strong grip too, but I'm my yeah, hands are But tired. I have not been tattooing or gripping oh, anything for a this hand today. Like, yeah. it's like it's not to do with your grip. It's all red. This is a shitty. Like what? We we're on it. We're almost there. Oh my god! I'm like I actually like really I've actually got sweat on. Like I'm sweaty. Like that actually like made me nervous. It it was like upsetting. <laughs> Like I would hate for someone. You'd have to open this. Here we go. No, just watch out. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't tried now. I was scared. Right. No. So this, like, just wow. to look at it, just to make, put it in. Like, look how long. Oh, one, look how long the cork is. It's a very big I mean, cork. <laughs> so. Gotta take your time. I mean, I reckon yeah. they are they they must be worried that it's. <laughs> That it's that powerful that it's gonna like shoot out the cork. That would be the I only reason. No, I just put think I don't know huge... if it's been in there long enough that it hasn't shrunk down, so it's still quite tight. I mean, it looks like it's got an extender on it. It's like, <laughs> look at this. It's like a. This line. is like an episode of Austin Powers. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like Austin Powers being like on the floor in a puddle. I mean, right now. I'm gonna put this here for the yeah. people because that is that is a cork. 
down the hatch. Just smashing all the glasses. Ooh, the color is pretty already. I know. This is totally wow, you. It's like that's so pretty. Antique peach. Yes, totally. Yeah, it's the color of color. the chairs. Yeah. I would say this is, mm. a, I actually think this is more of like a sienna tone actually than antique peach. I think they can, if you put some so white and some sienna it might become a bit peachy. Okay. You have to trust me on that. Right, but can. I think they match. I think they look quite good. They're lovely. Yeah. Um, well, we made it through that moment together. Oof. That is, it was so funny. Like I'm I had it at wine training recently and I was like, oh, I'll open it. <laughs> yeah. This is how you open a bottle of sparkling wine. And it was like, it went on for so long and it got to the point where some of the guys were like, I'll do it. And I was like, there's no way in hell you're opening this. Yeah. I am I opening my this. Hurt. I've got it. Yeah, but it's really, you have to press that bottle against you and sort of, because I was like thinking like, oh, I'm going to show off my, <laughs> my skills. Yeah, you nope. did a good job of that, Gwen. No, nope, no skills shown today. Just Oh, pain. you did. You showed your drinking skills. Mm. I necked it. Yeah. How to drink sparkling wine quicker than anybody else. Just down the <laughs> How to drink sparkling wine without it bubbling up out of your mouth. So I wanted to ask a question, actually, because as we were pouring this one, of course, there was more like fizz and froth going on. Do you think that's a... This might be a silly question. Is it? Do you think there's a difference in bubble texture? Yes, definitely, because of the way that this is made. So this actually is in a pet nat. So we're drinking now the quasi or quasi or quasi cremant from uh, Corab, Peter Corab. So also this actually Corab, Peter Corab, one of my favourite producers mm. in Europe, but my favourite Czech producer because of the wines that he produces for me. I love that they have um, a classic finesse, mm -hmm. however, an artisanal, um, slightly gritty edge. There's always this fingerprint. They're quirky. They have a character. Yeah, but he always, like, there's always this, like, trademark where you have a wine that is very well made, expresses the varietal, expresses where it comes from, has this uh, complexity to it, but then this kind of edge of funk, but it's in a very fun. interesting way. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're fun, but they're adult. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So this, yeah, so this actually isn't a pet nat. And I know that you had his pet nat and you had this, and I was like, I bring know. this one. Yeah. Because I think it's a way more interesting wine for us to discuss. Um, but one of the questions I had was, when I bought it at Fraulein Brussel, not far from here, um, that, that it's sort of a half and half, that it isn't, some of it is made pet nat style and some of it is made... Is that what you got told? Well, it's what I understood. That's different no. from what I was told. What I understood is no, that... So this one has two fermentations, not okay. one. Okay. Yeah, so really interestingly here, so we see the first fermentation is made with Pinot Noir. Mm -hmm. uh, and once that Pinot Noir's gone through its first fermentation, it then is mixed with unfermented uh, Chardonnay and Pinot Blanc, and that's the second fermentation. Aha. So that's why it's like kind of half and half, because then two of the grape varieties are basically being fermented like a pet nat, then the other half are being fermented like a... Well, the a first wine's almost like a pet nat, but it finishes its ferment... Oh, no, because it's not a pet... It's not really a pet I think nat. that's why they have to call it this. Yeah, well, it's method it's... tradition now, so it's... it's But it's unusual. You wouldn't okay. usually use one brittle for the base wine and then use two unfermented juices for the second fermentation. So it's technically it is a cremant. Um, because the first time okay. I was like, oh, it's a pet nap, because I thought that it finished its fermentation in bottle. Ah, okay, it doesn't at all. Well, no, so you have, well, it's a, <laughs> it does. Yes. 
Right. But the unfermented grape juice is put, put in with the right. pinot and that finishes its fermentation okay. in bottle with the leaves, with the like leaves. a champagne like a would. Mm-hmm. The difference is, instead of adding a dosage of yeast and sugar, they're just adding unfermented grape juice to the oh, already right. fermented wine. So it's, it's, I don't know, it's very interesting. Also, it's interesting because he's using champagne grape varietals, Pinot Blanc, yeah, totally. uh, Chardonnay, and Pinot Noir. Right. Um, which I, I love this because I, I actually think, think this is like the color of vintage for me. It's like it's really pretty. Like you, I think antique right. peach is it's the totally, perfect yeah. word for it. But like when you see this, it's got a romantic edge to it. It is I romantic. Feel, yeah, it takes you back to the twenties of the color. Um, like you could bottle this in a completely different label and sell it to a totally different market. I'm very interesting with this wine because I think that what's very interesting about this is it's a wine that if you're into really natty sort of more obscure stuff, you're going to be like, wow, that's really mad. He makes wine like this. You're going to drink it and you're going to go, wow, it's great. But if you're into decent champagne too, you're going to appreciate this. I mean, I took a little sip and it is smoky. Yeah. It is really nice. It's smoky, but then there's quite a bit of fruit there. There's almost this red fruit. Like it's got this cherry edge to it when you first smell it. I would want to, I already want to drink this. Floral notes, like the the butteriness. I want to drink this while eating oysters with, um, like, even oysters with scotch on them. I would, like, down this on the side. Such a good wine. Yeah, really nice. Yeah. Mmm. I could drink that every day. It's funny because it really, I think when I took the first sip, it is that surprising little, like, smoky edge that's so different to... Especially pet nuts, I find them a little bit on the sweet side sometimes, or they have a little sugar left in them mm. that makes them good breakfast wines. But this is a definitely like a surprise there. This is a smoked salmon on toast. I mean, I don't eat smoked salmon. That's oh. probably why I wouldn't think oh. it. Oh. As a I know, Scottish, one of those you've got Scottish jeans. I know, Dad is more into like, like kippers? herring. Yeah, kippers. Kippers would be good. You're not into that either. No, I don't know why. Smoky fish, mackerel? Mackerel I like, okay, mackerel. Mackerel on mackerel toast. Mackerel good. Mm, yeah. But I'm definitely yeah. going the fish the fish mm. route. Yeah. Fish and eggs on toast. Yeah, right. I've done that. So I'm burping already. Mm. But amazing because I think a lot of people when we well, I know that I certainly did even as a wine professional for quite a few years. We all think about sparkling wine and we think directly of France, obviously right. Champagne, different Cremant, um, Pet Nat obviously as well with a French name. Yeah. Maybe we think of Italy, we think of Franciacorta, we think of Prosecco, yeah. and then and let's Carver. Are we not all over Prosecco, except England? England still loves a bit of Prosecco. Prosecco's mad. Like, they're, one they're of the biggest markets for it. yeah, Prosecco crazy. in the world. But the rest of us, like... I, interestingly, it's like 60% of men that buy Prosecco as well. Really? Mm, that actually pay for it, yeah, and buy for it. <laughs> That's... Who are they? Who are you? I can imagine being a lot of your, your clients, actually. <laughs> I don't know. Gay guys. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like Prosecco is a a drink that is for everybody from every walk of life. Totally. Yes, it is. Men, women, gay, straight. Transgender. Everybody. Like, like, it doesn't matter what you are, where you come from, like, everybody Everybody likes a bit of Prosecco. Yeah. I mean, I would say that about fizz. More people should be looking outside of what we were discussing, say... Hang on, I'm going to start that again. More people should be looking outside of the regions that they're used to when they do mm. the fizz. Because like you said, everyone thinks of Italy, 
France, maybe Spain with cover. Yeah, or some kind of crappy new world attempts at yeah. sparkling often from the big brands. And I actually think there isn't, there are very few countries <clears throat> that make awful sparkling wine. So you look in Italy, there's great sparkling wine. Totally. Um, actually, I could go really wrong. I think maybe I'll put my foot in that. No, bit. because I actually really like, what I really but like. Austria, the Ita- there's some interest. Some good pet though. <laughs> Oh, she's like, I have an Austrian boyfriend. Like, yeah, I like it. The mafia vibes coming out now. You are a tattooer. Hey. She's a tattooer, yeah. It's like, don't touch Gewürz from here. Don't touch Austria. Then <laughs> That's my turf, baby. My peeps. Yeah. yeah, but no. Pet I mean, nap. I don't know if I've had some You've had some pet nap. From Austria? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sorry. been a long week. And that river runs deep. So we've got, yeah, English, sparkling, obviously, yes. as well. Delicious. We uh, should get more on sometime. We should, yes. We will. talk about that. Post-baby. Yes. Two weeks from now. So England's making great sparkling. England's making great sparkling. Obviously, we're seeing these two very good producers here in Czech Republic. We're seeing some interesting stuff coming out of um, Portugal for sparkling. Yeah. Actually, oh, really? all over Europe, it's like, all cool. opening up. Really well, interesting bits. Europe. There's some other... So we have, obviously, Austria, as we mentioned, mm-hmm. like Burgenland. We're seeing mm-hmm. some people making some very interesting fizz on the Petnat style. Yep. In Vine Theatre, producers like Abner Abenauer making some more oh, traditional cool. methods. Sparklings are good. Um, we are seeing also... Hungary, actually not so yeah. much. They're not down with the fizz. Produced sort of all over the world. Now we're seeing some interesting stuff popping up, as we said. Yeah. A little bit of... Of stuff showing up now, pet nats in Austria, obviously Czech Republic. Look out for Poland right. because there's a lot more wine or vines or grape varieties being right. planted in Even Poland. Croatia, I think, and all kinds of different places. Yeah, and also like just more wine in general being produced and quality wine being produced in Greece, in yeah, Cyprus, cool. in Turkey. Like I think now it's yeah. a very very exciting time okay. to actually be looking for for interesting. New wines from yes. new places. So I would say to close... New frontiers. No, I like it. New frontiers. Yeah. I would say to close, if you want to impress your friends, find some wine from some other regions. Like, just take a break from France and Italy yes. for just a minute. You, could, I mean, those are the tried and trues. You know they're going to be delicious. But maybe it's fun to show up at a party with a bit of fizz from the Czech Republic. It has a great story. There's some great wines being made. Look at these beautiful labels. Just lots of nice things that are happening around the world outside of France and Italy. Yeah, totally. So if you're in Berlin, uh, the way you can find these wines, so the Dobrovinice from Rocket Wine, Peter Korab from um, Fraulein Brosel. And Both great wine shops. Equally in London, there's an importer called uh, Basket Press Wines that specialises in Czech wine. Oh, really cool. um, and aside from that, if you're looking for Eastern European wines, I would look at Newcomer Wines on Dawson Lane, yes. which is a great... Uh, wine bar and wine yeah. shop, and Gwen will feel particularly happy about that because there's a lot of Austrian Representing the well. Austrian peeps. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. So until next week, I'm Gwen Douglas. I'm Emily Harmon. Check you out next week. <laughs> Check us out next week. Oh, I week. almost forgot to say that you can find us on... <laughs> I thought you were going to slip in. I know. Come on. Sorry. You can I find t- us on Twitter. 
juice underscore podcast. Instagram at juice.podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on our uh, website. At juice.show, where you can pick up a snazzy tote bag, as pictured in the video. Yep. And you can also, please, 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 subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find us at Juice Podcast. Yeah, just Google. Yeah, go Google. Go onto YouTube, <laughs> type in Juice, Juice Wine Podcast, and you will find us. Subscribe, because we're going to be uploading a weekly video from now on. Yes. And obviously, if you are tuning in on the audio channels, we are available to be subscribed <laughs> to on all of the audio channels. Yes, everywhere that you find a podcast. <laughs> so until next week, I'm Gwen Douglas. I'm Emily Harmon again. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.